Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. My name is Matthew and thank you for being here for another match preview. The final match preview of what's been an absolutely outstanding season. But before we get into the good stuff, I just want to shout out our sponsor for today's episode. And that's the brilliant Magpin Badges. It's your one to go to stop for enamel Newcastle United badges. So if you want a Miggy Almiron badge, you go to them. If you want a David Ginola badge, you go to them. And guess what? If you want a retro kit badge, you go to them. Their designs are lush. Their designs are great. Get yourself to magpin.bigcartel.com or you can follow them at magpin1 on Twitter. Badges. Go and look at them. Go and buy them. We like them. But as well, you can tell, well done, man. Well done. <laughs> as you can tell, I am not Scott. I am Matthew. Uh, Scott is on holiday. He will be back very soon. But I am joined today for a match preview with Mr. Delightful Daryl. How are you doing? All right. Good mate. Yeah, thanks. Good. And the Godfather of Gallagher shots himself, Chris Wallace. Hello, sir. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm full of. Uh, Positivity. Yeah. We finally got some positivity. <laughs> you are gonna. Thing, you are gonna get. Well, I'm. I am hosting, so I don't really. I'm. Not, I'm just here to ask the questions. If you want to fire some back at me, that'll be great because I am just feeling good when it comes to Newcastle United. I always told you. I told you we'd do it. I told you we'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here to talk about this Sunday's game, the final game of the season. And I think I don't know who said it, but there is a saying. The more things change, the more things stay the same. And the last game of the season, last the sort of fixture list of the season, you always get a few dead rubbers. And you always get, I don't know, a side that have just about stayed in the league. They've had nothing to play for for quite some time. And they're going to play someone like, I don't know, a team who have comfortably secured Champions League football and can't wait for the next season. So when I say that, I would say it's the, it applies to this fixture. Um, but I'm going to say it's Chelsea versus Newcastle United. And I'm going to come to you, Daryl, first. Who's the one, who's the team that has comfortably secured Champions League football? Well, that would be us, wouldn't it? Newcastle, come on. Get in. Get in. <laughs> but I mean... You know, it, it's such a strange one because you would look at this fixture and thought have thought it would be the exact opposite of what I've just said in terms of Chelsea would be the one and we'd be the one who would have just stayed up. But things have changed so much and we won't have to go into that right now. But, you know, Chris, has it sunk in yet? Has it sunk in yet? Has it sunk in yet? Um, I, I think it has, you know. I, I think it has. <laughs> um, because I think I've absorbed so much content which mentions Newcastle United and Champions League in the same sentence. And that's both from Newcastle United putting, obviously, their videos out there and along with fan channels and podcasts as well. So, mate, honestly, I'm full of the brim of Champions League football content <laughs> at the minute. Sick to the back teeth of it. I'm not, I'll never get not yet. Not yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah. No, nah. no, I don't, I don't think we'll get sick of it. But the game is it's coming up on Sunday and I, I did say, you know, there is plenty of dead rubbers at the end of this this um, at this point in the season, and maybe it's a bit harsh to call it a dead rubber. We are still fighting for third, um, and no matter what happens, just to let the, the listeners know that you know Man United are playing Chelsea tomorrow. Um, but whatever happens in that result, you know we'll still have a chance at third, um, however good or bad it is. Um, but uh, Daryl, you know, to you, is it a case of just job done? Is it a case of you know I don't care what happens on Sunday, or would you you want to see us push as hard as we can? For, for third I wish I could say I don't care but I really want to finish third um, I think it would just give you know it would just epitomise the season it would give 
um, the solid ground and, and the solid back that, that we need to be able to say that certain people deserve certain plaudits this season. I'm, I'm putting Eddie Howe in manager of the season mode here. Um, I think a third place finish would absolutely give him every bit of momentum to, to win that award. Um, I know that Pep's probably going to win a treble, but when we're talking about Premier League manager of the season, it's got to be Eddie, hasn't it? But um, in, in terms of the game on Sunday, I've been looking the last couple of days and obviously we've seen the lads have been enjoying their, their, their achievement this season. And we've seen a few people dropping out of squads and that due to injuries. So I'm actually wondering just how many changes he's going to make on Sunday. And I know we'll get to it, mm. um, but I, I don't know what to expect at all. So it's going to be really interesting to see. But yeah, I, I really want to finish there just to stick it up Man United's ass. What? Gee whiz. PG. Stick one up. Backside, backside. Yeah, yeah, well, you've said it now. Naughty boy, that's a yellow card. VAR. I won't make that. But before we get to the good stuff and get to the game, a um, little bit of news today. Uh, some positive, some not so positive, but let's let's start with the good stuff. Kieran Trippier, Callum Wilson, as much as they be out and about enjoying, you know, the fruits of their labour, this Champions League qualification, they have been um, announced in the June England squad, which, um, I mean, might be a silly question, Chris, but I'll let you elaborate on it. Do you, do you think they deserve that? Of course they do. 100%. Um, stick with silly question. Do you know what it is? It's Ollie Watkins that missed out, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's a shame for him. Fair, I think it's helped that Tony's not going to be featuring. Yeah. In football anytime soon. Yeah. Um, that's obviously Callum Wilson's got a, a bit of a, a go there. Um, but do you know what it is? I, I, I didn't really, I, I, did anybody know this was happening? Because I wasn't aware that the squad was getting announced. I had until been told numerous morning. times, but forgot. I'd forgot, I'd forgot about these internationals. But yeah, I knew, I knew that we'd, I'd, I'd heard them mentioned. But uh, yeah, you, you made a good point about Watkins, though. Do you, uh, do you know what it is? It's just a shame that Willock um, got injured because I would love to know. Deep down, I don't think he would have made it. And that's, my personal opinion, because I, th- I think he deserves it, but I think Southgate probably wouldn't have taken him. But it would have been good, good to hear, like, good to find out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I mean, yeah, I know what you mean about Willock. I know if, if, if he would have been fit, it'd have been nice to him have a, a fighting chance for, for making the England team. But I mean, he's always got a chance. He's only young and, he, and he, he's definitely going to hopefully be in there thinking, uh, Gareth Southgate's thinking moving forward. But in terms of the, the bad news, we found out today that Nick Pope is going to be out for the last game of the season. He's broken something in his hand, needs surgery. The fact that he played last night and wasn't taken off or wasn't being looked at would probably suggest he's maybe been playing through the pain barrier. Um, does this concern you at all, Daryl? Or does it, you know, are you, are you happy with the fact that, you know, he's, he's done his job and, you know, he deserves to get all this, this I mean, he needs to get this treatment. Sorry, not deserve, he needs it. Um, yeah. Are you happy? Obviously, we've got we've got a replacement, a ready-made replacement in Martin Dubravka. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, having Martin as backup's been quite a strong point in this second half of the season. Obviously, cup final aside. Um, but you know, if if this gets Nick Pope ready for pre-season, then by all means, get it done as soon as possible. You know, like you said, the job's done. We can afford to to let him get that operation and get recuperated and get ready for next season. Rumor has it that the taking his finger off and giving it to Dan Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what that means. What does the please explain? Dan Burns missing a finger? Is it? What? what? Do you not know what? this? No way. I had... Nah. Did, did that, that? Didn't this become like news when you just signed for us? Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, okay. 
uh, fair play. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not stat stat wise, so I don't think about people, well, people's fingers and stuff. But uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, bam, bam. Um, let, let's speak about Chelsea for a little bit because I mean, if Newcastle are a team that over the last eighteen months have shown that when you get back in, we know how to spend money well, then Chelsea certainly. Uh, probably just at this moment in time, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, an example of how not to do it. They have spent over half a billion pounds, 530-odd million euros. I'm not going to go over the full list of players, but plenty of them were seen as decent buys from abroad in Europe, good players and Champions League experience. Some of them World Cup winners, young players of the tournament. And uh, in, um, Is it Fernandez? Is that his name? What's his name? Yeah, that's his name. No, I think that's his name. Enzo Fernandez. Yeah, Enzo. Um, uh, but you know, it just hasn't worked for them now. Whether that be because they've had all these players thrown into one place, or the fact that the managers, you know, I mean, what is Daryl your opinion of what how Chelsea have went about their business in the last, let's say, twelve months? I think it, it it sort of comes down to an American owner that seems to just think he can spend as much as he wants and not face any repercussions for it. I mean. I know they had a few years where they were under financial fair play restrictions and they were limited in what they could do, which may have given them some sort of platform to to have a bit of a spree. But you would think with the amount that they've spent in the last year, just, just the last year alone with that takeover, you have to wonder if whether or not that or, or whether or not that uh, they're going to be in for some sort of sanction again in the near future when all this stuff starts to add up and, and all all the stuff is done in terms of accounts and things. Um and again, you know, it's like you see how we've done our business and how we've, you know, it's coming through a lot now in the in the national media, even though we've sort of known it all along, that we've spent and done business wisely. Um, and you look at Chelsea and you think that's the complete opposite because it's just been like absolutely mad, some of the fees that they're putting around for players. And it sort of smashed the desperation for them and they really needed to not be finishing where they're finishing this season. Um, and it's really going to come back to bite them. On the back, it's absolutely it's a sucker punch for them not getting any sort yeah. of European football because because financially wise, they t- they're taking a hit. Them like yeah, mm-hmm. massive, there was a there hit. was a story a big. I mean, totally don't want to perpetuate rumors and hearsay, but there was a story going around that Todd Bowley thought that all the income that they get from Champions League every year was just theirs all the time. That was a rumor mm-hmm. I heard. It could be completely wrong. But, you know, that you, was you, called you, the Super League, Matty. That's what, no, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's no wonder like these American owners sometimes come in and they're thinking when, when they, they get dethroned or unseated from the top four, that they think it's unfair that they shouldn't be able to get the Champions League money yeah. again. It's a, that's exactly why what we're playing for, really. Well, not just money, but you know to get that income to be able to spend it on players and, and the like. Um, I mean, they've, they've got some good players, don't get me wrong. Um the people who caught the eye in, you know, Mudrick, when he came, I thought, great signing. Um, but the only thing he's ever done is really run fast against Liverpool. And as of recently, put a video of a man in a gym on a rowing machine with his backside out. Um, oh, was that him? That was Mudrick. <laughs> I, I watched the video on Twitter of that uh, Joey Swallow, whatever his name is. The That's American where I saw dude. it, but I didn't figure out who he was. Like, I didn't it, really it, it look was, in with. It was Mudrick who was. Who filmed oh, wow. It. So, I mean, as much as I could say this, like, you know, concentrate on your football, try and get some goals and assists rather than filming people you don't know in the gym, you know, he's probably going <laughs> to score at the weekend now I've said that. But, you know, Mudrick, you know, Raheem Sterling, I thought that, that move made sense. Mm. Kudabali, that made sense. And then they've just kept throwing more and more money into Chris. And, you know, 
when's it going to end? Surely they need to start selling some players in the summer. I know this isn't Chelsea podcast, but you know some of these players might be how, not available. You know, how long has been saying this with with Chelsea for though, Matty? Like, how many players mm. in the, like have it on loan over the last X amount of years? It was ridiculous. And do you know what it is? This might come back and bite us, but I've, I've been saying that we're going to struggle to, to do what we've done this season, next season. Yep. Because Chelsea and Liverpool can't have poor seasons like they did in Spurs again this year. But I can't see Chelsea improving. I, I really can't. I, I think I, I look at Chelsea now and I see Spurs. I see what Spurs have done. And it just, it seems like it's all falling apart. And it's going to take a lot of effort and even more money to get them back into that the, the top four of English football. I, I just can't see it happening because, yes, you can spend as much money as you possibly want, but like we can see straight away, it, it's not going to buy you success. And that's what gets thrown our way, saying, oh, you've got to spend all this money. You've got to spend it wisely. You've got to bring the right characters into the football club. Chelsea mm-hmm. have done complete that's opposite sort of, of that. They're sort of banking it on this new manager bounce they're going to get from Pochettino next season, aren't they? And it, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a guarantee. We can't, they can't all work like that. And it just seems like Bowley's just taking gambles left, right, and centre about how he's going to take that club forward. And so far, it's taken them backwards. Well, certainly, you know, you'd have to think Pochettino's going to have to make some sort of start because um, if he doesn't, then that axe might be wielded straight away. And is that's 100% where... confirmed that Poch is going there, is it? Yeah, I think it's as good as yeah, yeah. as good as done. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 you have to think he has to, he has to at least you know get off to a flyer because again with these erratic owners they might just think oh we need to get someone else in but yeah it's certainly a slippery slope but again you, you have to think I, I sort of I'm on the other side of the fence Chris that surely like you get a decent manager with them types of players but you, you know the the hefty amount of their the transfer spend was on that Mudrick and Enzo Fernandez and Enzo Fernandez. What a player at the World Cup, don't get me wrong, but mm. quite a few, you know, pundits on podcasts whose opinions I sort of put weight behind were saying, look, like he's a very, it's a very small pool sample that you're taking his potential from. He had a very good season at Benfica and he had a very good World Cup, but you bring him over to England all of a sudden, he's only a kid. It's, it, it sort of can it's make or break, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it can not harm your development, but it's just it's hard to adapt sometimes. But we'll have to wait and see. Let's get on to the match. Let's let's talk about this now. This is going to be quite a big point on this podcast because you've already seen that we've already seen the lads have been having a good time, and rightly so. We've seen them in the burger joints, we've seen them on Osborne Road. I was gonna say they're on the beach, but no, they're on Osborne Road. And just enjoy the fruits of your labor. I have nothing against it, but there was you know, it's rare we've saw Eddie Howe give the players a day off. There is some injuries. Um, I'll come to you first, Chris. What type of team are you expecting to get put out against Chelsea? Not a clue. And I don't think any of us will know. Um, Eddie will know. Eddie will know. But <laughs> if you work away, if you work away through the team, obviously Nick Pope isn't going to be starting. And, and we had the, the, the chat in our WhatsApp group earlier. If if it's going to be uh, Carrier starting or Dubravka, you, you would think Dubravka because Carrier hasn't been in the squad recently. But I honestly think that you're going to see a fair few changes in there. I think mm-hmm. my target will get a chance at left back. I think the cells will yeah. probably come back in at centre back. Um, probably still at centre back really. as well. Is he? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, we won't see him there. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, he might on one leg, but to that, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Mancure that can come in. Um, I think you're looking at midfield really, and we're on the bones of what arse really midfield. So are you going to see many changes there? And same with up top. It's. Uh, I think it's a defence where you're going to see a few changes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, do you not think there's a chance young Lewis Miley might make a start or make some sort of appearance, Daryl? The fact that he's flirted with the first team in his last couple of games, at least being on the bench, and he hasn't thankfully needed to be called upon. But, you know, shades of Sammy Amiobi all those years ago getting his first <laughs> start away at Stamford Bridge. There's every chance. Start, sub chance, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's every chance he'll come off the bench. Um I think Chris is right. I think the defence is probably where we'll see the most changes if he's going to make any. I think the midfield, if Joe Linton comes back from the injury he suffered in the warm-up on Monday night, then I think the midfield three will probably be that midfield three that we all know and love, um, just because there's not really anybody else to come in after that. Um, mm. In terms of up top, um, I think it could be... I, I, I couldn't tell you out of Isaac and Wilson which one would start, because I think you might just start one of them. And I think yeah. we might see St. Maximin come in on the left and maybe Gordon or Murphy on the right, depending on how, how they're doing. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I mean, I, I think Gordon is probably a shoe in personally. I think, mm. you know, with him being on the bench quite a bit, I think St. Maximin might be. But how do we see this game unfolding before we get the predictions on score lines <laughs> and all that stuff? I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, I, like, I'm not used to say it again, but you've got a team who've been on the beach for six weeks. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, a team who've been on Osborne Road for three days. <laughs> like it's it's it could be the making of a of, we could get thrashed, we could thrash them. It's 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 really an interesting one. And Chris, how do you see it unfolding? Well, I know what we're talking about if is third really important. And what Daryl said, probably yes for Eddie Howe getting that manager of the season. It gives him a great chance getting third. But overall, it doesn't really matter for us in because we've got our Champions League position. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Chelsea aren't playing for anything. They can't even finish in the top ten, even if they win against Man United. I'm sure. I'm sure the. I'm sure the nine points off or something ridiculous like mm. that. So they've got nothing to play for. I think you're going to see one of those classic games where you'll see players that don't want to get injured, and it'll just be mm. another round the park. I, I can't. I think what what you said, bringing players in now is probably the best time to do it, because mm. I think it'll be a pretty relaxed game. Yeah, Daryl, do you think so? Yeah, I do. Um, and I think you know. It could be one of those. I don't want to say it because I'm going to be there and I'm making the trip, but it could be one of those nil nils where it's just uh, a nice leisurely afternoon where they just knock it around <laughs> for a bit and God knows what. But uh, to be honest, I think the, 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 it depends on the changes that we make. If we make so many, like if we make certain changes, whether or not that weakens us as a unit, I don't know. Um, but it could go. It's it's really hard to predict. It could go anyway. Anyway. It's really hard. This football team is really hard to predict in regards to results because you wouldn't be surprised if we went out and smashed them. You wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Given the opposition as well, I mean, you know, they've drew 2-2 with Forest of late, no disrespect to Forest, but I mean, how many games have they won in the last X amount? I really should have looked before. Uh, before yeah, it's just... <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, you know, obviously they've had some tough uh, two out of the last four was quite tough. They got beat off Arsenal, got beat off Man City, and like you say, they went away to Bournemouth three one, and I think that was their first win in God knows how many matches. Was it not Lampard's um, first win of the season? It was, over. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it might have been. Yeah, because they've been beat off the likes of Brighton, been beat off Wolves, drew nil nil with Chelsea, got beat off at home at Villa two nil, couldn't even beat Everton at home, drew two with them. It's it's you know it's been a really really funny because I still can't believe with the, the players that they've got at their disposal that they're not putting in some sort of performance at home against the likes of Notts Forest. I know they're fighting for their lives, but you know you surely expect better out of out of this Chelsea side. Doesn't matter who the manager is either. But maybe 
that's exactly what you were saying, Chris. You've just brought too many of these personalities in and you give them too many different managers and they just think, you know, oh, I'm just happy collecting the paycheck. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we've been there before, Matty. Like the season when you got relegated, you look at certain individuals in that team, you think, like, how are we not getting results week in, week out? And I'm mm-hmm. using the likes of Wijnaldum, Suzogo, um, even Mirovic to a, to a certain point, and we, we just weren't getting the results. And yeah. it, it happens sometimes. It might just be a blip season for them. But like I said, I think they're going to struggle to, to recover from now. Well, in terms of predictions, we've mentioned the, the the lineup and how it could literally be a bingo. I'm going to literally, I'm going to take down your lineups right now, right? And whoever <laughs> gets the most points, I don't know. What what do you want? What do you want? I oh, oh, we'll give him prizes the, now, will we? Pint in the George. <laughs> pint in the George. <laughs> Care to see your mag pin badges? No. <laughs> um, so, Daryl, I'll give you. I'll let you go first. Right. Go, who's, who's your start? Who's your starting eleven? Oh God, starting eleven. Um, so, so we'll both work our way through it, right? We'll yeah, let's do it by position. Okay, so yeah. go keepers. Yeah, Dubravka. Yeah, starting. Dubs. Okay, let's go defense now, Daryl. I think he'll still start trip yeah, because he's captain. Fair. Then, no, um, you can name you can name your fullback line. Right, I'll yeah. Um I'll go um Shea, Burn and Target. Do you know what it is? Like the, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm realizing what Eddie Howe is like. He might not change a thing. He probably won't change a thing. Do you know what it is? I wouldn't be surprised to see him just going, will you usual Shaw, Bartman, Burn? Because I think you just go and enjoy yourself, lads. If the only change was a goalkeeper, it'll be comfortable. That's the problem. Do you know what it is, right? I don't know. Matty, I'm going unchanged apart from Dubravka. All right. Do you want to get any raises on that, Daryl? Are you saying exactly the same? Or do you want to have a bit of gumption? You know, I'm a bit of right. backbone. Thank you very I'll, much, Chris. I'll, <laughs> I'll try and give it a go. In terms of, well, I think the midfield three will probably be Bruno, Joe Linton, and Longstaff. Hmm. Um, Jesus. That's, that's, <laughs> well, that's, technic- that's, that's technically one change, actually. Well, that's well, technically well, yeah. Are you saying unchanged, Chris, with Anderson in the middle? <sighs> no. Are you saying it with Joe Linton? I'm saying unchanged as what we're expecting the starting 11 to be. Mm. That makes no sense. No, from, from obviously it was a last minute change, wasn't it? Okay, yeah. okay. Do you know um, I'm, I'm sticking with what Daryl was saying in regards to I think we'll only see one striker up top. Yeah, I think right. either Matthew or Gordon will come in. Okay. Well, yeah. so you've ch- you've changed your answer completely. So <laughs> both three times, both three times, <laughs> mate. Uh, so I mean, this is an exercise completely useless. But Daryl, who do you think? Who's your front three? Who do you think is going to start? Um, I think it'll be Sir Maximin, Isaac, Gordon. I'm guessing you're going for the same, Chris. And you can just buy each other a pint in the pub. Whatever I'm um, <laughs> Scoreline prediction before we before we do one for this last ever match preview of this lovely season. Daryl, give me a scoreline. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, if he goes unchanged, I'd say in a way win, but I'm going 1-1. Right, okay. Don't sit, on, <laughs> sit, sit on all the fences. Sit on, a, sit in, sit in on the fence. Uh, I was going to say exactly the same. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll change it. Two one Newcastle win. Two one Newcastle win. I'm gonna go for a three one Newcastle win. Jesus Christ, out of all three of us, you're the positive <laughs> one. And I I don't know. Let's uh, the, the boy Miley's gonna get some minutes. Will he score? Probably not. But you know what? Just for fun, let's say he is. Let's just say he's gonna come on <laughs> off the bench at 
two nil, score the third, and Chelsea will pull one back at the end. But I just, it, I, I really do think it could be as the, all the makers would be a chaotic match, or it could be an absolute paint drying exercise. But I, I really don't think that we have the manager to let that happen. Personally, I think that. Like you say, it does make sense to think that even if he has sent them out for a few days to get a couple of drinks together and all that, they're probably going to be in the day before the match or two days in before the match, and they'll, he'll he'll have them drilled. And I think that if if the Chelsea that we've seen recently show, they might just be literally just want to get it over with and get this season done and dusted. But before we leave, have you got any more anything else to add? You yeah, know? I just want to mention that I think there was a couple of rumours going around that, that Eddie Howe had given the lads all week off. That's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. He's he's probably given a couple of days. They'll they'll be back in tomorrow. They'll definitely be back in with with Sunday, I'd say Thursday, Friday train and Saturday travel. Yeah. yeah. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, they, they were like I say, those pictures were surfacing it was yesterday evening, wasn't it? I think that also, seen... also, so that photo that was doing the round. So you had the mm. burger place where they were. You also Aye. had Osborne Road. Then there was a rumor that they went to Cozy Joe's. Not having it. That's I'm not having it. <laughs> that was just someone going, ah, they went there instead as well. Aye. Like, definitely. I mean, just, I saw they went there and sang their own chants on karaoke. Like, didn't Aye, happen. Did the shite. Did the shite. Videos <laughs> or it's not true. Um, but I, I don't know Joe Willick was having a meal just with his dog, which I thought was quite yeah, cute. That was quite nice, wasn't it? <laughs> You know what I mean? I hope you guys still got invited out. You had Nick Pope and Dan Byrne at Anik Gardens today. I thought you were going to tell me what he had for tea. I honestly thought (laughs) you were going to tell us what Joe Willock would What would Joe Willock have? Go on then. What does he look like? He would have like a a rich to nice steak. I think he's just going to go for a nice steak. No, honestly, I think he's just having like something really boring. Like just just pasta. Just pasta with a sauce. That's it. Carbonara. Carbonara. Whoa. Make you cramp that. Anyway, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, gentlemen. Uh, it's been very fun hosting this match preview. Uh, Scott, I am after your job. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. I'm only joking. I love you, really. Hope you're having a lovely holiday. But to everyone else who is watching, thank you so, so much from, from me. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more thank yous before the end of the season on other videos and recaps and all that. But it's been a pleasure doing videos when I can. And thanks to Chris and all the other team for for help, like you know, giving me the opportunity to do this. And just keep watching the videos, subscribe to the channel, become a member if you can. There is ridiculous amounts of content you're coming your way for just members and non-members. But you're going to get the good stuff if you're the members. Sign up, just do it, just do it. We're having such a good time. We want you to be part of it. Have some fun. Messages, slag decker off. You know, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it just, it's great. It's great. There's good times coming, and you know, with. European football next season, we're only going to be doing more and more videos. But for me, Matthew, it's goodbye. From Chris, goodbye, mate. Ta-ra, thank you. Daryl, goodbye, friend. Ta-ra, thanks, everyone. See you later, lads. We're in the Champions League.